The monster that was created by a man they called mad. The thing that lives inside where no one can hear it, see it, or feel it. The quiet little motel that has become known as the scene of a crime. The boy with evil living behind his eyes and the daughter possessed by the devil himself. These are the stories you've heard about, talked about. This is the Spooky Bros Horror Show. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Spooky Bros Horror Show. It's October, the time of spookiness, the time of extra episodes, the time for more fun. Uh, I'm your host, as always. I was getting a little too eager, but I'm just so excited for these bonus October episodes. I'm Joe. I'm Mikey. And I'm the favorite Chandler. Oh my god. And in this special bonus episode, we are going to be giving you a long, thought out, very extensive list of our top 10 favorite movies. Not 10 total, 10 each. You're getting 30 movies for the price of fun? I think wow. so. You get a full month. <laughs> That's a full month. And then you, you can watch one every day. This was Mikey's reasoning, but I'm going to steal it because you guys can't <laughs> see the text that we have. Um, it's one movie for every day. And then on the last day, it's Halloween and you get to love Halloween. Joe, that was genius. Did you just come up with that? I did just come up with that. And that's oh, why I you. picked 10 each. Good for Joe, you. You're dude. so smart, man. Um, but really, this is your idea, Mikey. So, do you wanna you wanna you wanna start this off? Um, yeah, sure. Um, first of all, like you, um, I am super excited for October. I love October. I love fall. It's the best month of the year. Would you I say like that to- on this podcast, you and me are the most and only excited about Halloween, and we love horror themed stuff? Um, yeah, wait, is, do we have somebody else on the podcast? <clears throat> Anyways, anybody that loves Christmas, hit my line, okay, because uh, December is the month. We're going to hit it oh, hard. Oh, my God. Oddly um, enough, I do have one Christmas-oriented movie Yeah, let's around, go. And it's not Nightmare Before Christmas, so don't think that, but it does revolve around <laughs> Christmas, but we'll get into it. Mikey, please. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, because it's October, I wanted to do something special. Like I said, Joe, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this but i'm gonna try it anyway um the the first if we have any P- pc gamers uh that are listening right now uh the first three people that join our discord and follow us on twitch uh i will gift you a copy of phasmophobia or dead by daylight choose your i joined poison. i joined uh yeah i'm joining right now that's oh. two there's only one spot left hurry, oh hurry. my god <laughs> oh my fourth? god <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling generous because it's um the best month of the year. So I guess it wants is those Christmas. Copies. I guess it is Christmas, Chandler. <laughs> wow, uh, you can't do that. You you were you were asking if you could, and the answer is no. Oh, Christmas well, in October. <laughs> what a year. Um. Yes, join our Discord, and you'll get free things out of Mikey's pocket and Mikey's pocket only. Woo, Mikey. <laughs> it's true. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we kind of had this idea to just give you guys a list of movies that we think are fun. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I chose my list, not necessarily, um, the best, the top 10 movies I think are the best top 10 horror movies. I chose my list off of 
movies that just make me feel in the Halloween spirit. Like mm. uh, they give me that Halloween vibe that make me want to go out and do fall things. That kind of that kind of stuff. I did not pick my <laughs> list based off of that. Yeah. And you'll be able to tell that. I picked mine. Mine was more of a basis of it, it, not necessarily my favorite of all time, although some of them are my favorite movies, uh-huh. um, but more like movies that like, oh, this is good. Uh, uh, I could, these are good horror movies or horror themed movies that I could just watch over and over and over and have. Yeah, I feel that. It's kind of like nice. mine is. Yeah, how did, how did you choose yours, Chandler? I mean, yeah, it's Chandler. basically like uh, a mixture of Joe. Joe's is kind of like a comedy set as well, uh, but mine is more like uh, you can watch this year-round and just be spooked, you know? There's three comedies, Chandler. Hey, listen, we'll get Out to it. Ten. All right, all right uh, we're on me right now. Uh, this is a spooky <laughs> list. You can be scared, uh, hide in your room under your blankets, do all the good stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you'll see soon. All right, let's um, get into it, Mike. Uh, I guess, unless you had more, Mikey. No, I think that's it. Uh, join our Discord and uh, get free games. Free stuff. Um, this, this episode is sponsored by Mikey's credit card. <laughs> it is 5228 6969 6969. Nice. 420. Bush did 9 11. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Just kidding. I, this isn't a politics. Regardless of my opinions, that was just a joke. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I figured the way we could do this was instead of listening to one person go through their entire list, like I'll say my 10, then Joe, you can do yours, and then we'll save the worst for last, and then Chandler could do his, um, and we'll go through all of the all of the uh, list that way. Okay. Um, well, this is your idea if you want to take it. It's probably good that Joe doesn't go last, to be honest. So. Shut up, Chandler. <laughs> Just shut up. You've been bullying me for a month straight. Yeah, Chandler, that's actually really uncalled for. Uh, Joe, I think you b- bring some good insight to this uh, podcast. They're Anyways, we've movies. been recording for 12 minutes. I think we got two minutes of stuff. What are we doing? <laughs> Shut up, Chandler. God, I got to keep it, these guys on track. You hear this, guys? Come on. It's a it's a really good day if I can provide two minutes of stuff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all my right. God. All right. Number 10 on number my 10. list is uh, James Wan's Malignant. No, I'm just kidding. Woo-hoo! <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Uh, definitely not that. But The Conjuring. Um, this is a creepy movie about a family that moves into a house. Basically, this house was like cursed. It had this witch that used to live in there, and there's some really creepy paranormal stuff going on to this whole family. Uh, you get Ed and Lorraine Warren involved. It's it's a really fun, creepy watch. Uh, I I think I see this on TV pretty much every year around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's one of those movies that really makes me feel like it's it's about that time of year. So this is my number 10 on the list. <laughs> nice. I agree. <laughs> I, I would put it higher, but yes, I agree. Oh, my God. And and uh, Joe, your number 10? My number 10. Welcome to Watch Mojo's Top 10. Oh, um, oh my God. For me... Um, my, my list is a little bit more, um, thrillers and comedy. So starting off with number 10, Little Shop of Horrors. And I know what you're saying, not traditionally like what you would go for a horror movie. Well, shut up. It's my list. It's technically horror. (laughs) Um, and I love, I, and I love musicals. Um, you know, it's got, it's got Rick Moranis in it. It's got Steve Martin plays the bad guy in it. What? (laughs) What? Steve Martin is a dentist. Who beats the shit out of, you know, Audrey, which is kind of fucked up, but it's still <laughs> ridiculous. Every time I talk to people, it's like, Steve Martin's the bad guy, and they nobody ever cares until they watch it and realize how ridiculous it is. 
Anyways, it also has Bill Murray and he has a pain kink. Um, great movie. Ooh. You should watch it. All right. My uh, my number 10 is... Uh, I guess I didn't explain what the movie was about <laughs> at all. Um, essentially, right. you should probably uh, you did. Yeah, real quick. An alien lands on Earth. It looks like a little Venus flytrap. And uh, uh, Rick Moranis' character, Seymour, uh, has to feed it blood for it to grow. And uh, it gains a lot of attention with the media and the little flower shop that he works in. Uh, it starts making money, so he has to keep feeding it. And it gets really, really, really big. And eventually, he has to kill people and feed uh people or the the bodies to the plant and it's a real it's just a, a, a comedy of errors if you really will honestly arguably one of the most uh classic it's such a good movie problematic <laughs> for sure and um the ellen green's character has a little bit of a high pitched voice but if you can get past that Fantastic movie. Well, now that Joe took 20 minutes to back up his reasoning oh, of why he chose go. this movie. Just get in um, it. My number 10 is A Perfect Getaway. It's uh, it's about a couple that travels to Hawaii for their honeymoon, and they run into like a group of hikers who explain there's a brutal murder of a couple of another couple uh, recently on the island, and uh, so it leads them to like not trust many people on the island as they're you know backpacking and things like that. Um, it just feels like a really real, potentially... Uh, like potential thing that could happen to somebody over there um on just like a remote island that they'd be on um so yeah i think uh, it's a good watch nice 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 show would you rate it chandler oh i'd give it like a uh, like a seven wow a chandler seven yeah it's a good number that's, that's uh, wow you, you don't give me any of those dead? oh my god <laughs> what's next who's next mikey all right number nine on my list um i put this on my list it's a very very morbid film um Saw it in theaters, I think, twice. And one of them, Chandler, was with uh, you. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, that, I think that, I think this is one of the first movies. This is the first time I actually, like, hung out with you, like, outside of uh, soccer. Like, we never really hung out until, uh, right, and cuddled you know, and snuggled and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. <sighs> Chandler, <laughs> you're not supposed to tell people. Anyway, um, my number nine pick is Sinister. Like I said, very morbid movie. You go in and the movie starts very morbidly. You basically watch, well, not basically, you do watch an entire family die. Um, And it's this guy who moves into a house, finds these films and starts watching them. And he's seeing all these families die and he's trying to like put two and two together like what's going on why are they dying and whatnot and all of a sudden he starts seeing this paranormal like monster thing start coming after him i guess um and you know you'll have to watch and see what happens but it's a it's a very good watch uh just be warned that it is very morbid (laughs) did you ever see the second one yes i did was it any good i've never seen it i saw the first one and loved it but uh, if you've seen the first one, you've seen the second one pretty much. So, gotcha. same kind of deal. But uh, I, like I said, it doesn't really change up. Like if it's not broken, don't fix it, kind of thing. So it's sure. like you don't really need to watch it if you've seen the first one. Well, taking away from the horror, my number nine, bringing some more comedy. Um, Chandler, get over it. <laughs> did you know the guy who wrote this movie or wrote the screenplay was named Christopher Columbus? Wow, did he sail the ocean blue in sixteen hundred sixty-six? Yes, he did. Um, wow. My number nine pick is Gremlins. What a great movie! Everybody knows Gremlins. Gizmo, um, a, a gadget salesman, is looking for a special gift for his son and finds one at a store in Chinatown. Problematic. The well in Chinatown is not problematic, but the whole scene was problematic. It doesn't matter. We need don't need to get into it. 
the shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him the Mogwai, but sells it to him with the warning. Well, he doesn't. This synopsis is not great. Uh, the, the sun does. It doesn't matter. Uh, but with the warning to never expose him to bright light, water, or feed him after midnight. All of this happens, and, and the result is a gang of gremlins that decide to tear up the town on Christmas Eve. Uh, great movie. Uh, lovable characters. Mogwais are fantastic. Gremlins are li- cra- crazy little characters. It's not, again, not spooky, but uh, technically, again, has the horror tag, so I'm counting it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a horror classic, technically. I had to have an argument with Lily. She said this was a Christmas movie, and I said, excuse me, <laughs> just because a movie is based around Christmas does not inherently make it a Christmas movie. Maybe it is, um, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Chandler. <laughs> oh I, we get in a fight about this daily, and you think I won't tear you apart on this goddamn podcast right now? Put Lily on. <laughs> oh my she gosh. left me. She left me the first time we had this argument. <laughs> All and right. Well, your number nine, Chandler. Yeah, uh, my number nine. I'm gonna go with the the hills have eyes. Um, mm. So basically, it's just like a family road trip uh, in their campers while they're you know trekking through the desert, um, going somewhere. I don't know what state it was. I forgot. But they're going, and all of a sudden, there's car problems, right? And uh, a couple of the characters have to go off and get help while the other part of the family stays in the vehicles um, and watches their stuff, basically. So they don't know that they're stuck near a government nuclear testing site from like decades before um and there's like mutant cannibals living inside the the testing site area so it's pretty interesting um another feels like it could possibly be like a thing somewhere in the world um that it could happen one day maybe but uh it's kind of like a guilty pleasure movie i guess um because i like to think of like what i do in that type of situation um mm. if anything like that did ever happen you know if you get stranded stuck somewhere not necessarily with candles but like you know anywhere like in the woods or something um, um, yeah, it's kind of creepy and uh, eerie, but yeah. Don't know if you caught it, Chandler, but um, in the first Evil Dead, when Scott and Ash were checking out the cellar, I believe that there was a Hills Have Eyes uh, poster oh, hanging up. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, I didn't see there that. There was. Yeah. Interesting. Um, which one's your favorite, Chandler? The remake, or yeah, the remake or the original? Um, I think the original, um, I, just because I saw it first, though, so I don't know yeah. if uh, that has anything to do with it, but. Yeah, you probably got that nostalgia feel from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also prefer the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a movie, like, if you like the wrong turn type movies, it's definitely a good movie for that. I like the right turn movies better a little bit. (laughs) All right. um, 100 points. I'm I'm just going to (laughs) leave. It was fun hanging out, guys, but after that one, I think I'm fired, so. Uh, Number eight. Uh, For me, it was Hell House LLC, baby. Hmm. Um, it's basically this group of, of people, uh, th- what they do every year around Halloween time is they rent out an, an abandoned building and they, uh, basically build a, a haunted house for people to walk through as an attraction, get some money and whatnot, do it all again next year. Um, well, this year they rent out the Abaddon Hotel and they were it's basically a found footage slash documentary film um, all about these people turning this uh, abandoned hotel into a haunted house um, before they go there there's these rumors that the guy that owned the hotel did these like satanic rituals and um, like ended up like hanging himself in the dining room or something like that and they're building this haunted house and a bunch of creepy things start happening and you should watch it. 
Uh, this is a movie that I think you should just sit down, actually pay attention to, and turn off all the lights. It's a, it's a pretty creepy watch if you uh, invest in it. And I won't. I will. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I don't nice. think I've seen it either. Uh, I think you saw most of it, Joe, because uh, I had it playing when oh, uh, when me and Jake visited you. Oh, right, 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 right. You never right. visit me. Well, there's a reason for that, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What was I doing? Because I was uh, in the room when you guys were watching it. I don't know. My number eight is 2018's box office smash success, Hereditary. When her mentally ill mother passes away, Annie, her husband, son, and daughter... All mourn the mourn her loss. The family turned to different means to handle their grief, including Annie and her daughter, both flirting with the supernatural. They be they each begin to have disturbing otherworldly experiences linked to the sinister secrets and emotional trauma that have been passed through the generations of their family. Um, first, this is the first um truly terrifying movie that I've had on my list. Um, but it, it is a fantastic fantastic horror movie i've seen it like six or seven times got sick of it watched it a few more times after that um the the big surprise in it is very big and uh very unsuspecting the first time you watch it um you're gonna love it it's spooky it's great full of ghosts yeah. full of death full of uh children <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely a. Uh, I would argue a slower burn type movie but mm -hmm. once it hits that point joe um, you, you obviously know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The movie definitely starts to pick up. Yeah, I mean the ones that aren't comedy horrors on my list, you'll I, like you'll find that they're all kind of slower burn type of movies. I, I guess like my pre my preference is um I prefer like the ambiance versus like the actual script being scary, mm. um which you'll see in especially my top four, um. But I, I just get more spooked out by spooky sounds and spooky right. imagery. Yeah. Hmm. The, the, the buildup, it definitely pays off. Definitely, definitely yes, pays off. Great movie. Great movie. Anyway, Chandler. Uh, my number eight is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, no, you fucking don't. Yeah, what did I do? <clears throat> Anyways, there's four friends that run it over a fisherman accidentally in their car one day, uh, one night, and they dump his body into the water. And then a year later, the friends start to receive notes saying, I know what you did last summer. Uh, clearly, uh, that's the name of the movie. But mm -hmm. uh, And then they don't know who's targeting them and trying to kill them throughout most of the movie. They start to narrow it down. You know, it gets closer and closer to the end. They're narrowing it down. And then I'm not going to spoil it. So, uh, yeah, they just try to, like, uh, escape death pretty much the whole movie, uh, these these four friends. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a pretty good movie. They made a couple of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they're good watches. Yeah, it's like, I know what you did last summer still or something I like that. I still know what or you I did still, last yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Classic naming <laughs> conventions. Oh, shit. It's my turn, isn't it? It's your turn. Okay, we're on to number seven. Um, honestly, one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, the original Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers. You know, it's got that... Real creepy vibe where you just don't know what the hell this thing is. Um, it's like these uh, a brother and, and uh, sister, they find this guy that looks like he's like pouring like like 
stuffing bodies down a pipe or whatever and they go to check it out and they see that it's like there's a, a, a lot of bodies there and they try to get away and they realize that that guy is now um kind of like stalking and following them and you know obviously if you know jeepers creepers it's 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 not a guy it's it's this whole uh crazy thing but it's got an awesome story it's fun to watch um yeah, highly, highly recommend. One of my fa- mm-hmm. all-time favorite movies. Um, so I'm sure you're surprised why I put it so <laughs> low on my list. Number seven for me, um, the platform. Um, it it looks like nothing, but if you give it a chance, I swear, it's such a good movie. A mysterious place, an indescribable prison, a deep hole, an unknown number of levels, two inmates living on each level. A descending platform containing food for all of them. An inhuman fight for survival, but also an opportunity for sol- solidarity. Um, basically, it's a prison that's like, it's this vertical prison. Every level has a number, obviously. The higher the level, um, the better off you are. So you want to be number one. And it just, it as far as anybody knows, it goes on forever. And it's this platform of food that goes down each level. And... It's like the cornucopia from Hunger Games, but with food. And at you know, first one, you, you have to eat your fill until the elevator moves on. And you know, you're in room one, you get the pick of the litter. You're all the way at the bottom, you're probably not eating. Um, it's fantastic. It sounds like kind of a dumb premise, but I promise you, watch it. You're gonna love it. I did like it. it. Is, it's a pretty good movie. I, I liked it too. Hey, did you guys watch it in the original language? Yes, <clears throat> Chandler. My number seven. Wait, wait. Uh, before, uh, before you do, I'd like to give like I uh, I know this is so unorganized, and you know I don't even know if it's allowed, but um, I'm gonna oh, give an honorable mention to um, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's allowed. Chan- Mikey's gonna gift three more people. Oh my uh, god, uh, the circle. It's kind of got similar vibes. It's not really at all the same, Mm -hmm. uh, but check that out. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but check out The Circle. You ever watch uh, Snowpiercer? Uh, I feel like yes. With Chris Evans? Nope. If not, then I've watched the trailer at least. I think I had it on my list, but I didn't watch it yet. It's like they they all live on a a train, and it's kind of that same kind of vibe where people in the back of the train really don't get, like Mm. their living conditions are like awful, 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 and the more you get Mm. closer to the front, like you get all these rich people and whatnot and their lives are perfect and whatnot. And uh, it's that, it's that same kind of societal, uh, like, hierarchy. Um, kind yeah. Of. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, Snowpiercer gets a lot of shit, I feel like, but I thought it was fine. Uh, and I, I also loved the platform. I thought it was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. All right, Mikey, you're number six. <laughs> wow. I was going to say that I liked Joe's voice at the beginning of his, like his, his director voice or whatever you wanted to call it, but uh, I don't anymore. You know what? Oh my god, Chandler, do you not get enough attention? Number Just do seven. your episode. This is my attention, alright? This is my episode. <laughs> They're all my episodes. <laughs> Number seven, Hellfest. On a Halloween night, a group of boyfriends and girlfriends, I think there's like six uh, total, um, uh, they go to Hellfest, which is like a spooky carnival haunted house uh, oh. event with like games and mazes and uh, haunted house areas. It's, it's, it looks like a fun place to be. Uh but unfortunately, there's a masked serial killer on the loose there that he uh, just kind of has like the best night of his life, I guess, um, just killing whoever he wants to because it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone's dressed up in blood and everything anyways. So no one knows who's acting and who's not since there's a bunch of workers. Um, so it's a perfect place for him to kill. 
Um, and so he just torments a bunch of people all night, and then he focuses on this group of six people and just stalks them all night and trying to kill them throughout the evening. It's a really good I movie. I was looking at your list, and I saw Hellfest, and I was like, have I seen that? And of course I didn't take the time to actually look it up. But uh, <laughs> now I just looked it up. Yeah, no, I, I remember we just watched that. It's pretty good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I like the idea a lot because it's like, it, you know, again, it could actually happen somewhere. I don't know, like uh, just like a spooky, eerie vibe to it. Right, and like you're, you know, like these people in the movie are like begging for help, and everybody's like, "Oh, ha ha ha," because it's Halloween. Yeah, and like that's the whole vibe of the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, terrifying, terrifying yeah, idea. Definitely. Um, not to be confused with um Bloodfest. <laughs> uh, <a laughs> How movie, could you confuse the two? <laughs> yeah, a movie that I watched um not too long ago. It is. It's not really good. It's a. It's a horror comedy. Um, so it's entertaining. It's got Ned from Spider-Man in it, so. Mm, I love but, that. uh, yeah, it was an entertaining, it was an entertaining movie, but not on my list. Don't, don't, don't put that on your list, guys. Uh, uh hold on, I gotta change up my list real quick. Oh my god. Starting back from my number 10. Oh my gosh. Okay, number six. Um, this is literally been on every like spooky season since i was a kid i see this all the time um like this is a classic everybody loves this film 13 ghosts it is a fantastic movie i love it it's um so it starts off with this guy that like he's basically a ghost hunter he's trying to collect all of the ghosts and whatnot um and then i don't exactly remember what happens i think he dies and he leaves like his house yeah, uh, they're to, getting the 13th ghost at the junkyard, and he ends up getting killed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good for you. You have a better memory than me. Well, who's, we did just recently rewatch it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched this in probably like three or so years now. Uh, hmm. Um, But yeah, so they go into this house, and uh, Matthew Lillard's in this, uh, yes, this yeah. movie, which is auto- automatically means it's a great movie. I love movie. him. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it's just like, basically, he was trying to collect all 13 ghosts, and you go through the house, and it's got, like, all the other 12 ghosts are, like, sealed behind these clear walls that have, like, these, like, I guess, like, runic writing on it kind of thing to keep everybody safe. Um, And you can actually see the ghosts if you wear these special glasses. So they're kind of doing that, and they're, like, um, going throughout the house and whatnot, and the house will actually like change up every now and then and so like the ghosts start moving around and whatnot and what's gonna happen i don't know watch the movie it's a great watch and it makes you wonder what like wow these are some really weird creepy ghosts i kind of want to know more about them and Mm -hmm. i wish they would come out with like a an origin like netflix should just pick up a show where they do an episode on each ghost and i would love it (laughs) <laughs> for the longest time like because i've only seen the movie maybe like three times in my entire life for the longest time i swore um fucking what's his name from hellraiser was in that movie oh, I, was like, pinhead? I swore he was in it and uh, he's not so if you're looking for pinhead in hell uh 13 ghosts you won't find him but yeah you will find matthew lillard jackal mm, maybe um but yeah matthew lillard your turn joe you're gonna love him um, bring in the levity. Bring some comedy back. Uh, I'm bringing comedy back. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is my number six. It's another horror comedy. Uh, a, a Tyler Labine is, I believe, how you pronounce his last name. Plays Dale, lovable character. 
And even better, Alan Tudyk. He plays Tucker. I love Alan Tudyk. He's fantastic in everything. Is he the guy from Dodgeball? Yes. Yeah, he plays uh, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's also in Serenity and uh, uh, Firefly. Love the great, great movie slash show. Um, Mm. uh, Two lovable hillbillies are headed to their fixer upper vacation cabin to drink some beer do some fishing, and have a good old time. But when they run into a group of preppy college kids who assume from their looks that they must be inbred chainsaw-wielding killers, Tucker and Dale's vacation takes a bloody and hilarious turn for the worse. Ah, you guys. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great like satire on horror movies, um, while also, I guess, technically being a horror movie at the same time. But essentially, you get like the perspective of the like the the killer's side in a way. Um, fantastic, great, lighthearted movie. Amazing movie. Whenever I uh, have friends that don't really watch horror movies, um, but they kind of want to be introduced, I always start them with a horror comedy, and mm. Tucker and Dale is one of the go-tos. It's so good. <laughs> I know we've talked about it before, but I have gotten into an ex- or a conversation or argument with an ex-girlfriend where she swore up and down it was just a bad movie that was just- it wasn't actually trying to be funny. It was just oh bad. Oh my gosh! Um, and there's a reason she's my ex. So yeah. And and that's it, Chandler. That's all of my comedies. Are you, you know, happy? I was gonna say that would be the the one comedy I would accept on that list. You know, you oh son of God. a bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? Mikey's number one is technically a horror comedy. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about Mikey's. We're talking about yours. Okay. That, that's it. It's your turn, idiot. All right. Number six on the favorites list: The Descent. Six women go exploring a cave. The girl who planned it, though, wanted to surprise her friends with a cave that hasn't been explored yet, or at least in a long time. (sighs) Throughout their time in the cave, they have to fight Ah. for their lives. (laughs) I know, right? They have to fight for their lives while there are human-like creatures inside trying to get some dinner. Meaning them, uh, the girls. Uh, Really interesting. They're just trying to take them out um, for a nice dinner. Oh, my God. It's, It's a really interesting and good idea for a movie, I think. Uh... They also made a second one, which is like a direct continuation of it, um, because the ending is uh, pretty good, I think. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole idea of being in a cave and stuff. I hate tight, small spaces, so you know, I get that. It's very uh, <laughs> eh, creepy watch for me, but uh, it was a pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. You guys I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. Fantastic movie, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh God damn it, it's me again. Oh God damn, I'm gonna Ooh. be the man in your motion picture movie. Did you just make that um, up? Yes, <laughs> pay me. Oh my gosh, twenty mil. Yeah, anyway, you know it. <laughs> getting back to the episode number five on my list. Um, ironically, I watched this movie for the first time when I was about five or six years old. Um, I watched it at my grandparents' house. Who lived on Elm Street? This film is Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, needless to I, say, I did not sleep much that night. I thought you were going to say Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh, I hate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, this film, everybody knows what Nightmare on Elm Street is. You get Freddy Krueger. Um, it was uh, a man who was killed by the, the parents of these kids that he was basically killing and whatnot and kidnapping. Um, and he turned into a dream demon and he comes back and haunts the dreams of these kids that are all grown up now and starts finishing the job, killing them one by one. How does it end? I don't know. Watch it. It's got Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to watch it right now. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I would argue. Young Johnny Depp. I would argue for Halloween movies. 
this is one of the three like quintessential movies, essentially, you know, including Halloween, of course, and yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Good pretty movies. much, pretty much must watches all the time. Um, and there's however, a ton of them. Only, only included two of the three on my uh, list. So, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You, we can do like how many of them are there total? Like of Nightmare on Elm Streets? Oh my god, there's so many. Especially Ooh. if you, I think there's like eight if you count uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, and of course we do. Um, <laughs> oh, he's also in. Um, fuck, which which one is it? Oh, we Jason just goes to talked hell. about. Yes, Jason goes to hell. He's technically in that too. So yeah, uh, we'll count that one as well. <laughs> okay, uh, deal. Oh uh, what number are we on? Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. My number five. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, it doesn't necessarily bring anything new or original to the table. Uh, I just thought it's like a fun... It's, it, I remember watching it or like seeing the trailer and being like, eh, this looks okay. Really good movie. Like for what you're, you're expecting, it's surprisingly really good. While investigating the murder of a family, Sheriff Sheldon and his team are puzzled with the discovery of the body of a stranger buried in the basement that does not fit to the crime scene... Uh, he brings the corpse of the beautiful Jane Doe late night to the coroner, Tommy Tilden, and requests to have the cause of death until the next morning to have an answer to the press. Wow. Tommy's son and assistant, Austin Tilden, is ready to go to the movie theater with his girlfriend, Emma, but he decides to stay and he- stay to help his father in the autopsy. Along the stormy and tragic night, they disclose weird and creepy secrets about Jane Doe. Um, I felt like that synopsis was written a little clunky, yeah, but maybe Chandler, I'm just Chandler, an idiot. did you write that? <laughs> okay, dude. I did my homework. My synopsis are great today. Yeah, mine uh, too. Huh? Um, you guys yeah. are just reading from some wiki thing. <laughs> I'm you? just reading from my brain. Yeah, I made this up. Don't worry, uh, I, I know what I'm doing. Chandler. They don't know what they're doing. I'm setting it up next time. Again, doesn't bring anything new to the table. It's kind of like a, a classic, um, you know, bo- dead body, witch kind of movie. Um, it's it's good. Chandler? Uh, yeah, Joe made me want to watch that movie, so I'm going to go watch it tonight probably. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I bet. <laughs> it's a really um, good movie. All right, number five of mine. All right, I chose Grave Encounters for number five. <clears throat> um, I think it's a pretty good watch. Uh, it's a, It's like a found footage style movie. Uh, So a crew of paranormal investigators investigate an old haunted psychiatric hospital for an episode of their ghost hunting show, uh, which they really like to try and play it up. So, you know, you can see like behind the scenes of what these shows would do, you know, to make it more spooky vibe, you know, tell the people to say certain stuff uh, on camera. Um, But then it takes a turn, right, when they lock themselves in overnight. So they can't get out until the, uh, the person that owns it comes back and opens it up for them in the morning. So things get a little intense and a couple of the crew members uh, experience some stuff that they want to just hurry up and get out of there, basically. And so things start to go downhill when they start to pack up and it just keeps going down, down and down. Uh, They just keep getting tormented in the the hospital all night. And uh, yeah, there's a direct sequel. Uh, It's kind of direct. Uh, It takes place uh, pretty soon after, I think, um, which is also pretty good. So... Yeah. yeah, I remember I watched them both. Um, it's been so long now, though, that I don't really remember um, either of the films, so I, I need to get back on that. Mm. Have you ever noticed that the um, uh, cover art for Quarantine or Quarantine 2, what am I saying? Grave Encounters 2 uh, looks like the vampire thing from, uh, uh, what is that? What 
is that fucking movie called with Will Smith? I am, I legend. am legend. Yes, I am legend. You you realize that? Mm. It looks at least to me with the big mouth yeah. and everything. Yeah, really... yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. That's just that's a thought. Yeah, interesting. All right, on to number four, um, which I believe came out in 1974. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, absolute classic movie. You gotta watch it. This is before Halloween. This is before Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. This is one of the um, original, like, kind of slasher-ish vibe. Um, A group of teens, they're going to visit, like, their old family's home uh, down in deep, deep Texas. Uh, It's... Super, super hot. Um, apparently, there's been a lot of uh, grave robbings lately that a bunch of people are upset at. So they go to check on their grandfather's grave and whatnot, and they stay at their old house um, there. Um, they end up needing some help, and they go to the next house over. Uh, bad choice, because that is the house of Leatherface. <laughs> and will they escape him? Who knows? Do you think so? Yeah. Do? Um, I don't know. I've never seen it. Why? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah. They've made a bunch of those remakes, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the the, the storyline like is so nonlinear for that one because you get Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, and then honestly after that it's just like a blur because they remake it so many times mm-hmm. and they didn't, they even did like a 3D movie and everything it's just <laughs> i don't know and then Netflix just bought the rights to the next one that's coming out so yeah number 4 <clears throat> so like i was saying earlier uh, again all these next four movies it, they're slower um they're heavy focused on ambiance and stuff like that um, and like more spooky scenery than necessarily dialogue. Um, so, so just keep that in mind. I'm not going to explain it four more times, Chandler. <laughs> but my number four is The Witch or The Vavitch. Uh, New England, 1630. William and Catherine try to leave a, a devout Christian life, homesteading on the edge of an impassable wilderness with five whole children when their newborn son mysteriously vanishes and their crops fail the family begins to turn on one another the witch is a chilling portrait of a family unraveling within their own sins leaving them prey for an inconceivable evil um classic witch movie great awesome great witch movie set in the times where people are just starting to um, colonize the states everything about it is a spooky movie if you don't like slower movies, you definitely probably won't make it through it. But <laughs> I, it it is super worth it. Yeah, Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it. Anyways, number four <laughs> on my list. <laughs> no, we've talked about it before. You guys said I probably wouldn't like it, so I probably won't even try it. Uh, I would say give it a try, but I could understand if it's not for you. Yo, but uh, the chick that plays, what's her name? Like Thomason or whatever? Uh, in the Vivich, like the eldest daughter. Oh yeah, I don't her. remember her name. Yeah, Thomason. All right. Uh, oh, she she is a, a very very good actress. She does a fantastic job at her part. I didn't realize that was Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, I didn't know that was her. Yeah. Hmm. Also, Ralph uh, Ralph In- Innocent. I, I can't. I don't know how to say his name. He's the dad. 
um, amazing actor. Yeah, and his voice is so deep, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, um, he he does. I we've talked about it briefly, but um, I don't know if we talked about it on any of the episodes. But the Green Knight, um, he does like the narration for the trailer and stuff like that, and I'm sure he's in it. Um, is it that looks like such a good movie too? Nice. All right, number four. Um, Lights Out is my number four. It, it's a really good scary movie uh, that makes you jump. You know, so this one in Grave Encounters, my last one. Uh, these two are like the first two that I actually like jump scares. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's about a mother. Uh, she has like a scary entity attached to her that torments anyone that basically tries to tear them apart or take her away from her. Uh, so the, her two kids, uh, the daughter moved out as soon as she could to get away from her childhood fears and everything like that. But she finds out her brother is having the same issues that she was when she was younger. So she has to try to go back and help save him a little bit, take him out of that environment um, but as doing that, she runs into the same issues that she used to have by being scared, and she tries to save basically the whole family from this entity, which is really, really creepy. And uh, yeah, it's a very, very good shadow type movie. Yeah. Isn't that the one that started off as like a creepy pasta or some short, short film? Short or film, like yeah. It won- I believe it won on a short film festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only seen that movie once, but I remember really liking it. Oh, yeah. Joe, actually, this was the first movie that you and I saw together. We went on a double date to see this movie. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Huh. Way back in the tall tree days. Remember that? Yeah. What'd you take, your moms? Who did we take? Uh, You were with Emily still, and I was with Kelsey. Oh, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, it's a good movie. Go watch it. It is a good movie. And watch the short film as well. Sure. Yeah, you watch the short film first. Oh, shoot, it's me. It's um, you. Number three, Evil Dead. I don't have to do um, much uh, explanation on that one. Just listen to our last episode. Um, as always, Bruce Campbell, I love you. Um, I will love everything about this series until the day I die. Um, fantastic series, fantastic movie. Um, of course, my pick here is for the original one. Uh, absolutely watch it. It is. It's pretty creepy for uh, a 1980s movie. Um, gory uh, acting is pretty awful. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, can we get a progress update on you sawing off your arm with that pencil? By the way, um, you know it's it's coming along. I think some people are going to be worried about me now. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would hate to go. Is that is that you? Is that it? Yeah, because I mean, we just did an entire episode about it. They'll they'll learn. I just didn't want to cut you off too early. I'm fine with doing that with Chandler, but not you. Okay, you know what? Can you just try it, Joe? I got to get to mine. Uh, Mine's actually good, all right? Shut up, Chandler, you piece of shit. Why do you take Robert Pattinson, all right? (laughs) Why'd you take Parasite off your list? Um, what did I replace it with? I don't know, but you took a parasite off. And that's I was my so that's my upset. secret ending one. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> cut this, me. Um, my number three is Robert Pattinson's The Lighthouse and Willem Dafoe's. Uh, fantastic movie. As the wavering cry of the foghorn fills the air, the taciturn former lumberjack Ephraim Winslow and the grizzled lighthouse keeper. Thomas Wake set foot in a secluded and particularly gray islet, islet off the coast of the late 19th century New England. For the following four weeks of backbreaking work and unfavored conditions, the tight-lipped men will have no one else for company except for each other, forced to endure the irritating 
idiosyncrasies, bottled up resentment, and burgeoning hatred. There's a lot of big words on here that I was not prepared for. <laughs> then, amid bad omens, a furious and unending squall maroons the pale beacon's keeper in the already inhospitable volcanic rock, paving the way for a prolonged period of feral hunger, excruciating agony, manic isolation, and horrible booze-addled visions. Now, the eerie stranglehold of insanity tightens. Is there an escape from the wallless prison of the mind? Um, great movie. It's got uh, very old school <laughs> vibes. Um, shot all in like black and white. It again, very slow. Um, it's more like a a, a psychological like thriller kind of. Um, but still fantastic. Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin in this movie, oddly enough. <laughs> um, you're going to love it. Nice. It's does it crossover. tie into the next uh, Doctor Strange movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Pirates and everything. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's going to be one of the new Spider-Man. Does wow. he glow? He's going to be Batman Spider-Man. Uh, does he glow? <laughs> yeah. What is that supposed to mean, Chandler? Like sparkle, you know? Does he sparkle? <laughs> Oh, oh, move on. That was 20 <laughs> years ago. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, number three, are you done? Well, not now. Not with that fucking attitude, Oh, my Chandler. God. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what your movie's even about. And I, I, I couldn't hear anything past your you know voice over that. <laughs> that's, that's on you, you know? <laughs> all right. Number three on Chandler's list. Uh, As above, so below. It's a found footage style movie again. Uh, it's like a, an architect or like an archaeologist, I think has tried uh, to find the Flamel's Philosopher's Stone, uh, or Flamel, what Flamel, whatever it is, Flamel. the stone. The stone is supposed to grant eternal life and turn any metal into gold. Ooh. She learns the stone is hidden underground in the catacombs of Paris. Uh, she gets a crew together to, you know, document the whole experience and uh, their time in there. Throughout the time that they're in the catacombs, they will be experiencing a lot of confusion as they work their way through their own personal hell in order to escape. Um, it's a very, very good watch. I really enjoy it. I could watch it pretty much uh, over and over, basically. I think I've watched it maybe six times already. Today? Yo. No, no, no. Just yesterday. To, to be completely <laughs> honest, we 100% have to hit this movie in one of our episodes because this is such a well-made movie that accurately describes like them going through... like different layers of hell like it is such a mm. a really cool movie mm -hmm. definitely i we, think we, it was we, you that mentioned to that this. to me about the, uh, yeah. the book in that but yeah we can get into yeah. that later but yes that is the main uh, synopsis of it um it's very very good you might see us cover it soon uh, in a little bit i don't know when but maybe soon fantastic movie <laughs> um, I don't know why I rushed to say that because it's my turn next. Take your time. Hurry up. Um, for my oh, shit. <laughs> Hurry up. God damn you. Um, for my number two on my list is actually my number one all-time favorite movie. Uh, the only reason I put it second is because my top pick just gets me in the holiday spirit a little bit more. Um, but this movie, I'm going in 1978, John Carpenter's Halloween Fantastic movie. You open with, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Huh? Yeah, there we go. Uh, no, that's not this, it. No, this is it. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, the do 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 do. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, we open with uh young Michael. Uh, Michael Myers, like, I think he was five years old. Kills his sister. Uh, his parents find him. Take him. Take him away. He's 
um, put into Smith's Grove. It's a, it's basically a mental institution. He, he stays there for years and years and years. Um, he escapes on Halloween night or around Halloween night and um, makes his way back to Haddonfield, Illinois to um, basically wreak havoc among the community finds this group of young babysitters and starts stalking them and then immediately it becomes obsessed with them um, and kills anybody that gets in his way. Um, amazing movie. Uh, Michael Myers is like like the the slasher, right? Like he's like the yeah. first one it, that like doesn't make any noise or do anything. Mm-hmm. He... He's like uh, propping up his bodies for other people to find and whatnot. He does so many of the, you know, horror tropes that we have today. And it's just amazing. I, I love this movie so, so, so much. The best example of the slow moving killer who is like not not scared to like he, he doesn't hide. It's not like aliens or something like that where you're like, where is he? Now, you know where he is, and he's coming to get you, and there's something extremely terrifying about that. Like, no, yeah. no matter what you do, you're not getting away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and it's amazing. And I think uh, John Carpenter, like, this whole thing was, like, uh, scored, directed, uh, like, uh, produced and scored in, like, two weeks or something like that. Like, the amount of uh, time that went into this film versus the outcome is just amazing. This film was a huge, huge success. And I will always, always love it. Watch it. Do it. AMC has so many Halloween marathons every year, so just just watch True. it. Um, speaking of another classic, mine number two, The Shining. Everybody knows it. Everybody's seen it. Even Here's Chandler's Johnny. Probably. Yeah, Johnny Torrance. Um, you probably <laughs> have you seen The Shining, Chandler? That I have. Okay, okay. Even Chandler's seen it, so you have no okay, excuse. Okay, you know what? I see a lot of movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Haunted by a persistent writer's block, the aspiring author and recovering alcoholic, Jack Torrance, drags his wife, Wendy, and his gifted son, Danny, up snow-capped Colorado's secluded Overlook Hotel after taking up a job as an off-season caretaker. As the carnivorous hotel shuts... Why is it carnivorous? Oh, it's not. It's cavernous. As the cavernous... <laughs> I was confused what made it carnivorous. As the cavernous hotel shuts down for the season, the manager gives Jack a grand tour, and the facility chef, the aging Mr. Halloran, has a fascinating chat with Danny about a rare psychic gift called The Shining making sure to warn him about the hotel's abandoned room, and in particular, the off-limits room 237, even though in the books it's 217. However, that's my birthday. Happy birthday, me. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll stick with 237. (laughs) However, instead of overcoming the dismal creative rut, little by little, Jack starts losing his mind, trapped in an unforgiving environment of seemingly endless snowstorms and a gargantuan silent prison riddled with strange occurrences and eerie visions. Now, the insistent voices inside Jack's head demand a sacrifice. Is Jack capable of murder? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Who knows, honestly? He probably is. Yeah, maybe. Um, we had a conversation one time, and again, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, um, but I mentioned the bear that was, like, blowing the dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
and then you guys said it wasn't in it and then i that made me believe that and it was like driving me nuts because i was like oh maybe it was american horror story uh no 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 it's in it yeah and, i thought it was a, a guy in a dog costume yeah it's, i thought we thought it was a bear costume but it's a dog uh. costume um <laughs> but yeah that that part's in it and it's a little random uh, but if you read the book, which I never had, so I had to look up a, a, an explanation of why the fuck this scene was in it. Um, <laughs> there's actually a kind of a sad explanation, but um, I don't care if you read the book, uh, but watch the movie. It's a classic. Uh, Stanley Kubrick is kind of a dickhead, but that's a different note. Watch the movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Chandler. So another classic. Uh, just kidding. Um, but uh, number two on my list is Cabin in the Woods. Uh, or comedy. So, so, okay. You know what? Yeah. That's the only one on the list, though. All right. Uh, let's take it easy. But, it, but what's, is it worse because it's your number two? No, it's like worse. My, number, it's my, last, my last horror comedy was in sixth. Like, you know. Yeah. And not that I think horror comedies are bad, but like based off of your judgment, you know. Right. Well, you have the little shot before us on your list, so it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it definitely should be on one of our lists. <laughs> Number two, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, five college friends go to the cabin in the woods. Ooh, and uh, one of one uh, one by one, the friends start to get tormented and killed off by the zombie uh, and killers and things that are lurking around the cabin. But there's a larger uh, behind the scenes type uh, situation going on. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, you should. But shouldn't. Uh, there's a there's a lot happening um, that you don't see. It definitely confused me the f- the first time I ever saw it. Yeah, yeah, they, it, they, yeah. There's just so much going on. You just like have to watch to to see it. Um, and Thor's in it, so you know. Yeah, how, how you not watch it? Um, it's, it's oh yeah, it's really he's like the really jock. good. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got his like hammer and everything, and like he sets yeah. monsters on. Light, right? Yeah, Oops. monsters on lightning, and yep. I think Loki shows up at the point. So. <laughs> Anyways, Hulk. it's a very good movie, and uh, there's a lot that happens that you don't realize until a little farther into the movie, and you can't really talk about it without giving it away. So you just have to watch it. It's yeah, my number two, it's, it's so you have to watch it. Great, great movie. The first time I watched it, I was just on board the entire time. It is, it is such a fun watch. And it'll probably be one of my picks uh, uh, in the future. So, you know, you'll get to experience it with us sometime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, my number one pick here, horror <gasps> anthology, <laughs> Trick or Treat. I absolutely love this movie. Uh, anthology, like I said. So you get a bunch of different um, stories in one movie and you get to watch them all come together. Um, and then in the background of each and every story you see sam this little cute little uh guy dressed up in a in a little like scarecrowish ha- costume he is the most adorable th- thing and like perfectly symbolizes like halloween in general and i just love this film it is it's fun to watch um and sam is absolutely adorable so watch mm. watch this movie it, it's it's you, you won't regret it it's such a good movie he is a little cutie no you i'm a little cutie i am sam all right my number one is by my favorite director of all time yorgos lanthimos it is killing of a sacred deer um it's uh, here's a little here's a little science for you uh chandler let me explain something for you oh boy um, this movie is based off of, like, it's an adaptation of an old Greek story, um, uh, Ephigenia and the uh, Aeolus, I don't know how to say it. 
it's a Greek story about one of Agamemnon's daughters. Uh, uh, I don't know the whole story, um, but that's what it you know it's it's based off of. It's to give you a little bit of the premise, um, and it's got Colin Farrell in it. Fucking amazing uh, actor. He's actually in a few of Yorgos Lanthimos's movies, including The Lobster. You should go check that out too. It's not a scary movie, but it's good. Dr. Stephen Murphy is a renowned cardiovascular surgeon who presides over a spotless household with his wife and two children. Lurking at the margins of his idyllic suburban existence is Martin, a fatherless teen who insinuates himself into the doctor's life in gradually unsettling ways. Soon, the full scope of Martin's intent becomes menacingly clear when he confronts Stephen with, with a long-forgotten transgression that will shatter his domestic bliss forever. Again, ambiance-based. Um, the there's a lot of imagery in it, uh, a lot of eerie music. Uh, it, it is it is really really good. It's slow and it's a little confusing. Um, I consider my favorite types of movies pretentious um which like i i I understand what they are but i promise you it's so 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 good and the more you watch it the better it just gets so you know watch it six seven maybe ten times that sounds like a lot (laughs) fine chandler 15 times sounds like something a pretentious person would say you want to keep it up chandler (laughs) 420 times 420 times chandler you better get watching okay i watched it 69 that's it (laughs) <laughs> 69 or I walk <laughs> 69 is actually the perfect number um, fantastic movie and also watch all of Yorgos Lanthimos catalog it's fantastic and nice. Chandler alright we're gonna finish off strong with my number one Insidious uh, I feel like this was like uh, the start of a lot of scary movies back in like 2010 2011 like that time area yeah um, that's whenever they started like you know, like really hit hard again with the scary movies I feel like um, and this was like one of the start movies for it. So, uh, yeah, they used a lot of simple, like uh, eerie music, violins and things like that. They brought a bunch of those old classic noises back. And I don't know if that's what it was or what, but just the whole vibe was really, really, really good. Um, so basically, there's a family, if you don't know already, there's a family and the son is being haunted by a malicious demon. Uh, we find out the son can dream walk in the spirit world. So he's like connecting to the spirit world when he dreams and he does uh he, he like draws the spirits towards his body as he's doing this whole spirit walk thing um and so the the spirits start to kind of uh want to take over his body and things um but the family realizes what they need to do is contact like a spirit investigator and a ghost hunting team and so they all come together and uh <laughs> try to you know get their son to safety basically and uh keep him all good and holy and all that good stuff um, but the ending is like super, super great and uh, sets it up perfectly for the second one. Um, fantastic. Fantastic movie. I loved the first three. Wasn't huge on the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there the is a fifth one coming one? out. So, yeah, yeah, the key, yeah. the last key or whatever it's called. But you could watch Insidious 1, 2, and 3 and you won't regret it. All great movies. 100%. Yep. I think that um, that like kind of introduced it, and then it went to like sinister, and then it was the Conjuring style movies. Yeah, that's kind of how it went, and I loved all of those. Yeah, all fantastic. All right, now it's time for the top secret picks that we all chose. You guys ready? <laughs> ready. 
You guys... I'll go first. Parasite. <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great pick. That was awesome. <laughs> Mikey, was it on your list? No. Um, oh. You know, my list, the like, the honorable mentions that like aren't on my list are obviously like the well-known classics like go watch alien go watch the exorcist go sure, watch yeah. a bunch of you know the ones that are clearly going to come out every single year around this time just yeah, yeah yeah just watch it but really go watch halloween they genuinely don't hold up but there are some really fun goosebumps um they don't age <laughs> uh, well but what go watch them they're fun yeah hopefully oh, and also hmm? oh you go first Shannon. no you go you go <laughs> I was I was just gonna say, and for people that don't necessarily like watching all sorts of uh, horror movies, or you got a family that you want to watch it with, uh, watch Nightmare Before Christmas or The Corpse Bride, yeah, Frankenweenie, sure. A Coraline, yeah. mm-hmm. all of these, a uh, Paranorman. Let's go. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, definitely. Monster House. Oh God, there's mm, so many. That's such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the Scooby Doo movies. Go True. watch all of uh, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Oh, all right. <laughs> Those are great. Well, hopefully uh, you guys found something interesting and new from our list. I mean, we gave you 30 ideas. Hopefully you got a couple of more, uh, maybe ones you haven't heard <laughs> of or, or seen and you wanted to and you just forgot about them, maybe. All right. Yeah. And uh, show us uh, your top 10. We showed you ours, so you show us yours. <laughs> Oh God, that's so bad. Why? <laughs> um, since it's a bonus episode, I'm not going to go into all of our plugs. But yes, to join our Discord and get Mikey's prizes, follow our Discord. Um, it, it's in the it's in the description always, along with Twitches and um, uh, TikToks and all that good stuff. Our normal plugs. But yes, thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode, first of many to come in the spookiest month of all. Um, and if you, if you have anything, suggestions, comments, um, should we do this? I don't know. doesn't matter. Send anything you want to send to S as in spooky B as in bros horror show at gmail.com. That's S B horror show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye forever. Goodbye. Have fun.